Welcome to the Single Mom Life Podcast. My name is Antoinette and I am your host. Welcome back everybody. We are now officially in the year 2022. Today is the first Thursday of 2022 and for some reason it feels like the longest week ever. Um, I'm usually always feeling like time is going by so fast but this week has been going by slow. I don't know if it's because a lot more of my friends are getting sick and the COVID numbers are going back up and then the memes in the news, you know, with Omicron and the different variants. And now we got flu corona going on. And, you know, just like, have you guys seen that meme that says 2022 is going to be a duplicate of 2020? Um, Yeah, I saw it and I was like, this can't be like, no, it can't. It cannot. And then not to mention that, like, I heard some schools are possibly closing due to the COVID numbers going back up and I don't know about you guys but being a single mom and having to do homeschool it was fun but overwhelming and I don't know if I could do that again like I don't know if I can handle homeschool all over again like my son just barely started going back to school this year you know he's in third grade He just started going back, not in August, but in October, because I was still hesitant to send him back to school. So I waited even longer, and then I signed him up in the beginning of October. So I'm going to be, like, really sad if he has to come back to staying in homeschool. And I think he's going to be sad as well, because he actually loves going to school and, like, having friends and being able to play outside. Because I work night shift, it's just really, really hard for me to go to the parks and stuff and like do all that stuff so I'm really happy for him making friends and just being in school so I really hope those memes are not true I hope the schools don't shut down but I do know that the COVID numbers are going up so stay safe you guys be careful take care of your kids make sure you guys are taking your vitamins because I know it's dangerous and it's a crazy world that we live in right now it's just it's so hectic and I feel like as a single mom like we struggle even more with everything going on because like it just lands on all of us like just because the kids stay home or the kids can't go to school doesn't mean I can't work like I still need to work and make money and like have a job and support our kids correct so I feel for you guys just like I said be safe and be careful okay because I work in healthcare and I I do see firsthand the numbers going up, more people getting sick. It's just so scary because some people are showing no symptoms at all. They don't have a fever, they don't have body aches, nothing. And then next thing you know, like they're sick at the hospital with something else and we have to test them for COVID. Next thing you know, they're positive. When they weren't showing any signs, so they were around the emergency room the whole time and then went upstairs into a room, not showing any signs so nobody protected themselves so like more staff are getting sick which by the way if you guys are looking for a healthcare job and you're vaccinated please apply at your local hospitals we are super short staffed and we can use all the help we can get we are definitely hiring so please apply if you feel comfortable to do something like that and you feel like you want to go and work at a hospital don't be afraid go apply Okay, so getting off that subject, I want to go ahead and change the subject and turn it into setting our New Year's resolution goals and achieving them the best we can. Um, This year, I have actually set New Year's resolution goals for the end of 2022 that I am hoping to achieve. Um, But you know what? Like, that's the crazy part about setting resolution goals. Like, 
it's like goals for us to achieve but might not happen but we really want them to happen and I feel like sometimes it happens to all of us like at the end of the year before the year changes to the next year we always set goals sometimes we set far-fetched goals that we can't achieve but maybe we can achieve later in the future and sometimes we set goals and then like we forget about them by April (laughs) and it's like so true because like I know a lot of us forget or we just don't do it (laughs) and I feel like every year we all set especially as like you know like especially weight goals like we always set set weight goals and then all of a sudden like easter comes and it's like we have so much chocolate and the next year's you know the next month is like mother's day father's day fourth of july next you know it's summer and we have not met our goals (laughs) um so yeah so i want to go ahead and discuss what's going on and the goals that i've set for myself for this year and i'm hoping that I take you along this journey and I achieve them and you guys hear that I achieve them and it motivates somebody out there for them to be able to achieve their goals as well because you know what like after I grew up in the system which is foster care then I was adopted and then I was a surrogate and I was a foster mom to my youngest sister like I feel like I've been through so much and I always try and I, I emphasize try because trust me, like going through all of that, like I have had moments where, where I didn't think I was worth it or, you know, like I didn't think I was a good mom or there's not much I could give my child because I grew up in foster care or like there was so many moments in, in my life that I didn't see a reason to just be here. And I don't know if that's like a trigger warning for any of you, but I just wanted to let you know, like. I want to take you on this journey with me of life because like I've been through so much and I want to I would love to encourage somebody one day to like fight and not give up like don't give up trust me trust me I know it's hard I know there are so many struggles and so many things that sometimes our souls hurt but don't give up okay so if you're listening just no, I'm here. You could, you know, message me, contact me through social media. But I hope you join me in this journey of being a single parent and struggling and know that you're not alone. Whew. Okay, so let's go ahead and go into these goals and the life update I have for you. Um, so last month in the beginning of December, I opened up on TikTok about, you know, like, I don't know how I'm going to afford rent. I am struggling. And the crazy part is I was not asking for money at all. A lot of people commented that though. Like, oh my God, everybody's asking for money. But I also think it was also because, you know, it was the month of Christmas. So maybe people were asking for money. But I had my roommate decide that they were going to move, you know, this month in January, um, which was fine. That was her choice. My roommate um, moved out and I had to find a way as a single parent to come up with another $800 in rent, um, which is totally doable. It's just the fact that I would have to work more and pick up more shifts and be away from my kid more. That's the part that really, really hurts because the fact that I am spending $2,200 in California on rent instead of, you know, like spending more money on him and like, him just being with him 
and like spending time with him. And I feel like I'm always at work. And I feel like a lot of people probably go through this as well. Is basically mom guilt. Like, am I doing enough? Am I a good mom? Am I raising my child right? Am I giving him everything they need? And it's and it's hard. It I feel like mom guilt is probably like harder than actually being a mom. It's the guilt of feeling like I'm not doing good enough. And yeah, like I know I am trying my best. But I still wish I could give him more. I feel like as a single parent or single mom, whichever one you are, I feel like when we are trying to co-parent with the father of our child or children, it's that is the reason why sometimes we get angry with them. Like, how come the father of our children don't want to take them to a dentist or a doctor appointment? The fact that we have to do it all, we have to figure it out and find a way. And then we just wonder if we're even doing good enough. And to some people that comes off across as being bitter or, you know, always fighting with them. But it's like, why can't they just offer more help? Why is it one weekend visitation or every other weekend visitation is acceptable, but when our child's sick, he can't show up and take him to the doctors or he can't be there to be giving him medicine? You know, like, why is it as mothers, we have to figure out how to do everything? And the second we argue or voice our opinion to their father, we're bitter. As a single mom, I completely understand. You know, sometimes we just say things the wrong way. But it's like, we don't mean to be rude, but sometimes our anger gets the best of us. And, you know, like the other parent just doesn't understand how hard it is like how is it I'm a working mom he's a working dad and all he does is go to work all day long comes home gets food probably doesn't even worry about doing laundry or anything because you know he has a partner me it doesn't matter if I have a partner or not being a working mom I would still have to come home do my own laundry do the cooking do the grocery shopping do the cleaning yeah if I had a partner which I don't have a partner right now but if I had a partner maybe he would help me out with some groceries or clean a little bit but I would still have to do the majority of taking care of the children and taking care of the household you know like yes they can help out like my partner can help out but as a woman like I feel like we are looked at as the house caretaker like yeah the partner our partners can help us out nowadays you know like if we are both working people our partners can help us out but then it looks like oh she doesn't want to take care of her man because she doesn't clean the house (laughs) so it's like this generation is just so crazy but Back to the point. The point was that I feel so much mom guilt because now that my roommate is moving out and I will have to figure out how to do everything on my own financially and physically, like I can totally do it. 
but I want to be with my kid more and I don't know what to do because I work 12 hour shifts already three nights a week which means I can get a part-time job during the day but I also want to go back to school and you know I just want to better our lives and be able to be present and be with my child more while being able being able to give him everything I didn't have I mean probably not everything because you know I have to live within my means but I want to give him what I didn't have growing up. You know, growing up in foster care, I never had a mom to tell me, you know, when I got my period or help me wear a bra or, you know, just anything at all. Like, just to be there. Like, I love, love, love that my child still wants to come and cuddle me. And he actually, today when I dropped him off in school, he put his face in front of my face so I could give him a kiss goodbye on his cheek only on his cheek and in the car because no he doesn't want to be embarrassed in front of his friends um but the fact that like I never even had that growing up I was never able to like get a kiss from my parent you know like be dropped off like I I don't know like I don't know how to explain it but if you're a single mom or single parent I think you guys know what I mean about that mom guilt and that feeling of just not knowing if you're doing good enough. But I just want to say to myself as well that I know for a fact, the fact that we have our kids, the fact that we are doing what we need to do, we should always feel that we are good enough and that we are being the best we can because it's it's just overwhelming, you know, to put ourselves down and when we don't hear it enough, when we don't hear that we're doing good or we don't feel that we're that we are doing good, it's hard to believe that we're doing good. So if you haven't heard it from somebody and you need to hear it, ladies, let me tell you right now, we are doing the best that we can. We are great mothers. Do not forget that. I feel like being a mom sometimes takes our identity and sometimes we forget that we also need to focus on ourselves. I know that every year we all set goals and we set goals that we want to achieve and sometimes they die off or we get, we're good the first few months and then we forget about them because life is crazy and holidays come around and then school, you know, graduations, we got the summer, everything going on and then our kids and responsibilities that we forget about ourselves. So this year, starting this year, I'm actually going to put my foot down and I'm trying to achieve at least these five goals that I'm setting for myself and I would love for you guys to jot down some goals and that you believe that you can achieve this year and do a mid-month like a mid-year checkup so I'm thinking like June July let's do a checkup and see what we have achieved from those goals okay so let's go ahead and get into these five goals that I've jotted down and put down for myself and I mean it, ladies, really jot down and think of at least five goals that you want to get done by the end of 2022, okay? Not just for your kids. I don't want the goals for what you can do for your kids. What I want them to be for yourself. And trust me, the kids are doing their own goals and their own stuff as well. My son just the other day, yesterday, he told me that in school he was making a vision board and in his vision board that he put that he wants to be the president of the United States. 
And I think that is so adorable because back then we used to set these goals so far out. But now, right now, what I want you to do is just set these goals for you and for this year. Okay. We could do a checkup or a check-in by July and see what we've done so far. Okay. Don't forget, jot them down. All right. So as for myself, I know this might be one of your guys' goals as well because I feel like this is all of our goal. Like we always want to lose weight, right? Like we just, it's so hard. Sometimes I've realized as a single parent now that losing weight (laughs) has been so hard for me. Like I'm not even lying. Like, oh my God, it's been a roller coaster especially right now with covid and while the kids were being homeschooled and they were here 24 7 it has been so hard last year i um was a surrogate and i gave birth in march of 2020 i gained about 40 to 45 pounds during the surrogacy and i lost 20 pounds in like the first four months but then you know i went back to work I work at a hospital with COVID, with the numbers, I was picking up overtime, and I gained 10 pounds back. And ever since then, I've been losing those same damn 10 to 15 pounds. And I have not gotten rid of the baby weight. Like, I still need to lose 30 to 40 pounds in order for the baby weight to be completely gone. So, my first goal is to lose weight. That's about 40 pounds to be exact. I would love, love, love to be losing 40 pounds, which is pretty much what I gained during the pregnancy. And I've been maintaining off and on losing 20 pounds and getting it back and losing it and gaining it back. So I definitely want to lose 40 pounds. I don't want to say more than that because I don't know what if like that's achievable within a year. It really depends on your weight and where you start and everything like that. So I just want to say 40 pounds and then in July we'll do a check-in, see how much I've lost. I didn't want to start going to the gym this week just because I feel like losing weight is a lot of people's goal. So I feel like the first week or the first month, you know, the whole month of January, like the gyms are packed because a lot of people are going and then slowly like it dies down. It's just like a college class. Like if you like it and you need it, then you'll do it. But if not, like a lot of people drop or if they're failing, they drop, right? So I didn't want to start going to the gym. I'm actually going to start doing a 12-week program at home. So I'll be doing a home workout session and I am thinking about making an Instagram. So if you guys want to follow along, you guys can do that um, because I know there's a lot of moms, you know, like your kids are still not school aged so you're at home or you're stay-at-home moms and working out is really time consuming and it's hard because especially with covid still going on like the gyms don't have the kid you know the kid zone a lot of gyms have that now but they're not open they're still closed because of the covid numbers and everything so i definitely think that working out at home and motivating and getting a group would be so helpful so if you guys want to do that I will be hopefully making an Instagram soon and I'll let you guys know on the next episode. But yeah, first goal is to lose weight. My next New Year's resolution goal, goal two, is to put myself back in school. 
as you know, like I mentioned prior, I do work in healthcare, but I am not a nurse yet. I have been going to school, but with COVID and being a single parent, transitioning everything, um, I stopped going to school. I have about 18 months left of school in order to finish for my nursing, um, and I really, really want to go back. I, I can't stop putting it on hold. I'm always putting it on hold because of my son's behavior or custody changing or, you know, COVID. And I want to stop putting it on hold and I want to go back to school and I want to finish. I want to have a better job. I want to give my child more. So I need to finish. So I am working on trying to go back maybe part-time. I would love to go full-time, but I also still need to work full-time. So I would love to go back part-time and I'm trying to transition and get back in April. Um, my school counselor let me know that I need to um, redo my my TEAS exam because it's been over a year, so I need to get that done. And then um, I need to figure out like a time schedule because I also think need to figure out who's gonna pick my child up from school if I'm in school. So yeah, trying to work through all that. But that is goal number two is to put myself back in school and stay in school. So I'm hoping by the end of 2022, I will know more of like how much longer I will be done with my nursing. I really, I can't wait to be a nurse. I just, I want to work in healthcare and that's my passion. Like I want to be able to help others. And although COVID has been rough and it's been burning a lot of the staff out, I know that this is where I want to stay. My third goal of the year is to become a surrogate again. I know, I know, I know. It's super weird. Why is my first goal to lose weight if my third one is to become a surrogate again and then gain all the weight back, right? Well, I like being pregnant. I actually enjoy being a surrogate. And if I do become a surrogate, I wouldn't become a surrogate until the end of the year anyways. And honestly, like I'm iffy. I'm, I'm not 100% set on that goal, but it is a goal that I have in mind. So I did want to go ahead and put it as one of my five goals just in case. I know a lot of people don't have good pregnancies and there's a lot of people out there that actually can't have babies and they need help in order to have a baby. And I actually love that part. That's the part I love. Like, I love being able to help somebody and give back. You know, like, I grew up in foster care and I didn't have a great life. I didn't have parents that wanted me. And surrogacy, I know a lot of people are always like, oh, yeah, it's great money. But it's like, sir, ma'am, if it was great money, everybody would be doing it. But the a lot of people can't do it. They can't carry a baby and then hand the baby over to their family. And to me, that's something I can do. That's something I can handle. And that's something I enjoy being able to see, like, these parents, these people who really, really want a baby be able to complete their family or help them have a family. And to me, knowing that they really, really want their baby, and it's their baby, a surrogate, if you're just gestational surrogate you're carrying their egg their sperm it's not your egg so like I, I wouldn't be having a baby and giving up my baby I would be having a baby and giving them their baby you know what I mean and to be able to help them with that that's something I love to do when I was a first the first time I signed up to be a surrogate I didn't think 
I was even going to do it. I didn't think it would happen so fast, but the process was so fast that like, I just kept going with the flow. And then next thing you know, I was a surrogate and I loved it. I loved being pregnant and being able to help the family. And I was actually a surrogate for them twice. So I wasn't a surrogate for two different families. I was a surrogate twice for the same family. Okay. And now they have a beautiful girl and a beautiful boy and they are done. I think, I hope (laughs) if they aren't, if they ever wanted more kids, I would totally be a surrogate for them again. Like I now have grown like so close with them. Like I miss them so much. They live in Europe, so they're so far away. And with COVID, I haven't seen them, but I see them and message them, you know, via social media. And I love seeing the kids. Like I love knowing that like I helped give them their beautiful kids. It's not like a lot of people ask me that like, oh, but when you see pictures of the kids, do you feel bad? Like those are your kids. I'm like, no, I do not. It was not my egg. It was not my sperm. They weren't my kids to keep. I have my child. If I want more kids, I could have more kids. But I don't want more kids. I can't say never. But my son is at an age where I don't think I would have more kids of my own. I don't think even if like I was dating somebody, I would have more kids with that person. Because I think personally I'm done having kids of my own. But you never know what could happen in the future. But I just wanted to put this as one of my goals and see what will happen by the end of the year. My fourth goal of the year is possibly to become a foster mom if I could. I would love to be a foster mom and help take care of another child. Um, Being that I'm a single parent of one child, I feel like sometimes he's so lonely. And like I have mentioned prior, I don't see myself having more kids of my own. And even if I did have a baby like in two years from now it's not a child my child would be able to play with you know what I mean like by then he'll be like what 11 and he wouldn't be able to play with a newborn baby yes he would be able to help me take care of the baby but I would actually love for him to have somebody to like play with and be with and stuff like that and now that my roommate's moving out or my roommate has moved out. I have the space because I have a two-bedroom home. I have the space to take care of another child and he can share the bedroom with the child. But I don't know how to do that as a single parent. I have looked it up and I have seen articles where where there are people who are single parents or single and don't have kids and they become a foster parent but I'm not sure with my work schedule how that will work out I think I would have to definitely move and work a day shift job because being a foster parent you also have to prove that you have the means to take care of the child because trust me um foster care is a lot of people would like oh they must pay good no they don't they It's not about the money when you take care of kids and it shouldn't be about the money. And I feel like that's why we're so short on like having foster parents because once they get to that, they're like, oh, wow, like that is not what I was expecting. And it's like being a foster parent is not a part-time or a full-time job. It's a double full-time job because children are with you 
24 hours a day. You don't get a clock out at 5 p.m. and be like, okay, I'm done being a foster mom now. And being a foster parent, you also are going to commit to being able to take your foster children to their visits if they have visits with their parents. Maybe they're unmonitored, maybe they're monitored, and then you will also have social worker visits whenever the social workers are able to visit. That's when, you know, you do the visits. And then you also have to take the children to therapy because, you know, there's a reason why kids are in foster care. And that's like one of the requirements that social workers ask from you as a foster parent in order to do for your foster children. So there's a lot that comes with being a foster parent. Um, So that's why I say like, I want that to possibly be one of my goals because I would love to have um, another child here to be with my son. But I also am aware of what will come with the responsibility of taking care of another child and the trauma speaking firsthand growing up in foster care and what I went through. So yeah, if I could give back and do something like that, I totally, I completely want to do that. But I will have to figure out my work schedule, like I've said, um, and figure out what I can do because I don't, I don't know. I'll have to see. And last but not least, my fifth goal for my New Year's resolution is kind of to put in one. It's to fix my custody paperwork and bring in more income for the year. The reason why I meshed those two together is because I would love to go on a vacation. I would love to be able to bring in more income so I could enjoy a vacation and be able to travel or not like travel, but just I want to go on a cruise outside of the U.S., like to the Bahamas. And I want to take my son with me, of course. But with the custody paperwork, our court order, it reflects that we have shared legal and shared physical. Even though I'm a single parent and I have my child 100%, I'm the one doing all the decisions because his father refuses to communicate with me. Like, my son just got braces a couple months ago. He doesn't even know. But, like, because... The court order reflects that we have shared legal and physical. I can't get my child a passport. So I can't even take a cruise to the Bahamas with him because I believe, I'm not 100% sure, but I believe that's out of the U.S. So you need a passport. And he refuses to sign the passport because he says that I'm going to run away with our child. Like, I'm sorry, sir. It's been almost two years. You haven't even seen him. You only call for birthdays. But you're afraid I'm going to run away to another country with our child? That makes no sense. So my fifth goal, honestly, is like, to me, that's like my number one goal. But I know it's going to take a lot of work and I know it's going to take a lot of time, the most time. So I'm hoping by the end of the year, like I have all that figured out and I have already sat down and calculated how much I could make with how many shifts I could pick up and how I could reach the, you know, the my goal of making more than last year. So I'm definitely working on doing that and I'm pretty excited. I hope I can do it um, because I would love, 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 love to go on a vacation with my child. Like, I need a vacation and I know as moms like a lot of us just need a vacation and the crazy part is like I need a vacation but I'm still gonna take my child (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, um, those are my five goals and I am going to do a mid check-in in July and I hope you guys write down your goals and do this with me. Please, please let me know, tag me. My Instagram is the single mom life PDC, um, PDC, P as in pineapple, D as in dog, C as in cat. So just look me up or I'll, I will go ahead and put a link on the summary of this episode. Follow me, please. My Instagram, the single mom life PDC, and I have a TikTok, the single mom life PDC. So yeah, I will see you guys later, or I'm sorry, I will hear you guys later, or yeah, follow me on Instagram and TikTok, and I will see you guys later. All right, have a great weekend, you guys.